I ain't turning down nothing. I turn nothing into something, little baby. On the dead lows. Fuck a nigga talking about. Seen him in person. Now niggas wanna talk it out. That's on the dead lows. Fuck them cases. I don't wanna see no judge. Only blue faces on the dead lows. Yeah, alright. How you wanna set all What the fuck is up? It's Donnie Ray. And it's your boy, Chris Tessel. You feel me? And we in here for the fucking after show. So this is the first fucking episode of the after show. We're going to do this, uh, do the music breakdown like we normally would. But we're going to do it on this shit so, like, it can be split up. So if people just want to hear the fucking topics, just want to hear us talk about that, they can do that. Or if they just want to listen to the fucking music reviews or just whatever, just so it can be separate, so it just be uh, smoother and whatnot. So, yeah, we're going to go ahead and start doing that now. So we'll figure out a good name for it. Or just right Let now. us know if you got any good ideas. Right, yeah. If you got any ideas for what it uh should be called, the after show we do the music breakdown, go ahead, let us know. Hit us up. Black on Black on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, Topher Stetzel on Twitter. And uh, Chris, uh, uh, Chris Stetzel uh, on Instagram. <laughs> Motherfucking, I forgot his fucking... Topher Stetzel and Chris Stetzel. So, yeah. um, Like I said, fucking, we're going to start doing that. Um, I meant to actually... Uh, I meant to actually fucking start. Oh shit! Damn, not playing that. But I meant to actually start playing this fucking uh, intro while he's fucking talking. We doing a certified classic, right? So we fucking uh, the album. So we just we normally would do two albums or projects or whatever you want to fucking call it. But just gonna do uh, <clears throat> do one this week because I I still been fucking. Bullshit, and I'm trying to figure shit out. <laughs> Time management, I'm getting there. So uh, once I figure that all out, next week we'll do fucking two albums. But we're just doing uh, J. Cole's 2014, Forest Hills Drive. Triple platinum, no features. Right. So uh, this is uh, an album that I'm pretty familiar with, and I know... Uh, I've heard it a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> right. Chris is pretty familiar with this album, too. So... Um, Go ahead and jump right into this shit. So, like, this is the fucking intro, man. And I always thought this intro was a good-ass vibe. Like, it just sets the fucking vibe for this this album. This is is my favorite J. Cole album. And it's really the last album that I really fucked with from J. Cole like that. Like, his most recent, uh, what is it, K.O.D.? Yeah. That was was pretty good. I ain't gonna stun on it. But... I still just fuck with 2014 better. Like, it's just like... I mean, I'm hard-pressed to not say that 2014's my favorite album because it's just... It's truly just such a special... I feel like it was a special moment in time in hip-hop. And I wasn't even really a part of it. Like, I wasn't a J. Cole fan when this happened. I wasn't even around, really, so... Um, but you went to the concert, though. Not 2014. You didn't? I was not there for 2014. Oh, see, I, was definitely... sl- I was sleep sleep. Oh, yeah, so I, I went sl- to Wiz that year, and I... The tickets were... They were walking around I'm... with J. Cole tickets, $20 on the sign. Did I go to Wiz that year? Was that the... Or whoever. I don't know. I know I went to a concert, and it was... They were saying, wait... Uh, yeah, I'm, I, J. I Cole, Big went... Sean, $20 tickets, and I was like... I don't really fuck with either of them yet because it was I was amateur still, so it definitely had to be Wiz because Wiz would have been the only other person I would have gone. To I see. think I still fuck with. I think I was fucking with. I don't know if I went to that Wiz concert, but I know I was definitely at that concert. But I ended up fucking leaving early because it started raining and I was it with rained my, like a motherfucker, right? And I was with my ex. And if you know, uh, if you listen to the fucking Danny Ray's No Filter, you know she's a true whore. 
So I wasn't like she was fucking crying she and shit. Be safe. Don't right. Save she didn't want to be fucking. We, we was getting poured poured down on. And we stayed there for a little bit, but we ended up leaving like halfway into a set. And into J. Cole's? Yeah. Into That's J- crazy. That's J. actually Cole. the craziest shit I've ever heard. Into because, like, set. from what I heard from people who were there, is like, number one, everybody at this point knows that on that tour, he did the full fucking yeah, he album. Did the whole and, album yep. and then gave you a snippet of, like, Lights Please in the Morning and one other. Actually, I don't know. Maybe, I think we. I'm trying for. I don't remember how fucking late we stayed. Um, did you I hear remember, Love Yours? Um, Definitely not have, because that'd have been the last thing. I'm trying to figure out. I know we fucking heard. I, watched I heard a lot of the songs. I heard a lot of good songs. So I don't remember if I heard, heard Love Yours. But I do remember we left early. I, we might not left halfway through a shit. We might left towards the end. But I like think we still, left towards the end. But you, then people said. You're missing the climactic moment of what the whole album is about in Love Yours. Because Love Yours, as we'll get to, is like where the resolution of what the whole fucking project is like culminating to mean. And then fucking, uh, and then also at that, like, so, uh, Big Sean and, I mean, was Big Sean? Yeah, Big Sean. Yeah, Big Sean. Big Sean did, like, a super short Big Sean and then YG. Like, yeah, initially, like, they didn't, they didn't, like, didn't come out or something like that. But then he ended up bringing them back out after his set. So I missed that part because I had left. So I did miss some of the shit. So, I mean... I saw, I did, I'm I'm pretty sure I left like Still, towards the missed, end. He missed like, shit that he wouldn't have missed I if he didn't have to deal with a bitch. Ooh, that was a bar. Right. Ooh, bar. A Ooh, true whore. A true whore. Don't fuck with those true whores, man. They'll fuck up your, your good time. They'll make you feel like manure. Right, Ooh. man. So. Or manure. Go ahead, jump into the first Rap fucking track. Him. First fucking Rap track, him. January 28th. And this is... Just initially, just like right now, I'm just gonna say it's my favorite track on this album. It's, As we go through and break down more of this album, I might change my mind. But I just initially, I just remember, like, I just feel like first thing that comes to mind is my favorite track on here. Great J. Cole production for himself on this song. He he set the landscape in such a perfect way. Uh, birthday titled track on a childhood home titled album. And a little bit of a homage to Jay-Z, who had December 4th on the Black Album. Right. Um, and just spazzed, honestly. Like, literally spazzed out. Right, and that, he definitely spazzed out. And this was one of, like, I always knew fucking J. Cole could spit. Like, I all, like you know what I'm saying? I always fucking knew that. Like, everybody knows that. Like, it's a fact. But this was one of the fucking songs. Like, this nigga just really fucking went the fuck in. Like, just like... And when I say go in, bro, it's not like he's spitting those, like, punchlines, really. But he just spitting some fucking real shit, nigga, that just hits you and you just, and just feel the, it. And, like, J. Cole has one of those undeniable flows, too. Like, no matter what he's saying and whether you agree with it or not, like, J. Cole marries every beat, like, I've ever heard him get on. Like, it's just an undeniable flow. He's a student of the game. Right. And the fucking... And usually... J. Cole to me is not really uh, like that very hook heavy. Like his hooks isn't what like but on this album. You know what I'm saying? But like yeah, on this on this album, I definitely feel like his hooks were fucking a one. Like especially even with this song, like that hook was just cold. Like don't give him too much. Don't let him take control. Right, and he just and he showed like his fucking 
on this album he really showed his different lanes because like we'll get in like with different songs like get off my dick and fire squad and shit he showed that he can go hard but then just like with songs with january 28th like this and like you said love yours and other songs he can show he can spit that smooth shit no role models which is like the catchiest hooks like no role models is a song that most people whether or not they listen to hip-hop music or not or fuck with j cole you turn no role models on people know that fucking song she don't want to be saved all right like we all know that shit and like this was just one of those albums this is one of those albums that even the most notorious j cole haters like can't you you can't deny it at all in any capacity not from there's songs on here for anybody in my opinion right like it's it's motivational he's talking about the come up of like he he tells you a lot of his actual story like situations he's gone through throughout his time growing up in Fayetteville or wherever um situation with his mom his dad not being there whatever it's talked about on here right and what i really like about the fucking hook and i just feel like that's some real shit and like a lot of people can like learn from it it says if you ain't aim too high then you aim too low and i just feel like people try to tell you be realistic and blah 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 but like you're supposed to fucking want to be the greatest you're supposed to shoot for the fucking stars you're supposed to shoot to be the best motherfuckers want you to be average and shit and no. like you just literally should want to shoot for whatever the fuck you want to shoot for like right can't aim too high you ain't like just anything you want just like bet give it a go um and I mean, J. Cole, in this last quick little verse, he does always does a great job of this, but he talks about, um, I don't play no games, I ain't no joke, like the great Rock Kim when I make my notes, uh, and then he lined down, you might be Slick Rick with 19 chains. Like, he just always pays homage to people that he is very clearly a student of. Uh, Rock Kim, Nas, like those types of people are those who fed directly into what J. Cole has become, and adapted on their style right and in a lot of ways improved it because like whether or not you think j cole's boring like i think his music is less boring than Nas. like i think j cole's a better more a more diverse sounding version of Nas. because like they both have that. similar ass stories and like they're both incredible with their pens like regardless of whether you think it's boring or not they're both incredible songwriters like just the way that they're able to captivate you with just their words regardless of whether they're over these banging beats or not like that's both of their strong skill but i think j cole at like this album and at times in born center and before like it just sold out not sold out but like went the more upbeat route than Nas did because not that was Nas's biggest criticism the same way as J. Cole's criticism is they pick boring beats because it's about the words you dipshit it's fucking hip-hop like it doesn't have to be a banger like it's really about the words always like y'all sound silly I feel like he J. Cole just uh, changed it up too a little bit like he rapping on more uh, modern beats just uh, for 2019 is gonna be a different Cole I think than we felt in them for sure many years to be honest so this fucking song we haven't even introduced called Wet Dreams, uh, produced by J. Cole, obviously. And this song is, he's just talking about uh, the first time he fucking had sex. But, and I always wanted to fucking bring this to the light. Are you going to talk about the fact that he said that he fucked a slut? Yeah, so like, yeah, so this, ta- this song he's fucking talking about his first time being fucking a girl he really liked and blah, 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 this shit. He's a dream about type shit. 
And but there's uh, what's that? Uh, I don't even remember a song. That, I think it might be in Lights Please. But then he was talking about uh, Slutty Bitch was his first was his first time and shit. So it's like he talking about Slutty so Bitch was the first time it, and then so it's like and I understand like there's definitely been songs like I understand the artistic part of you just writing a song to write a song everything doesn't necessarily have to be true but it's the way he fucking try to pers- uh, present it and the way he say shit you know and my- just like the way he is like he try to rap about everything is real for him so for you to say that you fucked a slutty bitch and you say like you fucked a bitch that was like you really liked for your first time which one was it bruh I just wanna know man uh, I think it's actually in Vilmatic that he says it his remakes of uh, Kanye's um the beat with Rick Ross on My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. I can't think of it. Devil in a New Dress beat, Vilmatic, um, is where he says that. But my thing would be, is that's Friday Night Lights. He was still hungry before his first album had even came out. He was probably stunned when he first said the, the slutty bitch was my first smash. Yeah. And then I think when he got to 2014 per, portion of his career, I would be way more inclined to believe this wet dreams as being way closer to the truth because this is when he really started to settle into his lane. Yeah. He went to the no features. He went to the more conceptual album, which he is stuck with now. Like, because the first two, loaded with features and nothing ironclad as far as, like, structure and a concept, per se, to me. Born Center, a little bit. And this fucking... I just noticed too. This fucking so far, each of these songs done had three verses. He done fucking, he was really putting that pen to the paper on this album. Like he's, he has some shit to say like, on this man, album for sure. Songs like Wet Dreams, J Cole, is is just him and Kendrick can just tell stories in such satisfying ways, to where like you can. How many times have you heard this song in your life, Don? And how <laughs> much does it still just like speak to you? Like you right. know what I'm saying? Like that's crazy. Um, they're just there's something really special about that storytelling gift uh, that J. Cole has right, and fucking this song uh, 03 Adolescence and this song uh, only has two verses but shit this fucking second verse so fucking long this it could have been a third verse this is verse. arguably probably tied for my favorite song with like two other songs from this album like I literally cannot pick between three songs from this so this album. song was uh, produced by Willie B so you said this one of your favorite songs on here if not your it's 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 up there. It's right. one of three that I would put up there. So what the fuck is this song about? Is, uh, I know you're the fucking J. Cole expert. Why won't Bro, so I mean, this is literally just telling the story. This is where the whole real story of like kind of the other side of Fayetteville starts to really come into play. And he's talking about this dude who's there in high school and he's got this money and shit. Um, and J. Cole never had that shit. He's just kind of like this smart kid, not overly athletic, just off to the side, not in the scene so he doesn't have money. And later he's talking about his fucking friend and he eventually wants to like, I want to be a part of that shit with him. Right. And that dude's like, you're crazy for wanting to be like me just because I got money when you have a future because you're smart. Right. And like, it's just talking about those, like the two very distinct 
types of people, unfortunately, that are from these types of areas where it's like they really feel like it's you got to go to the streets to make anything happen because the guy eventually says um, that he could basically be selling drugs or working at McDonald's. Um, but we'll let this shit ride out because this hook is yeah, I just hard. I'm my bad because you off, but this hook just fucking hella smooth. Like I just like it's not even like a fucking like catchy ass hook. Like you know, repeat dance soldier boy. What he says it's is just, so right. It's just so real. It just fits. And this second verse is ridiculous. Right. The dimes there with Reggie Miller with more brown hairs than Chewbacca. So see, since the Reggie Miller, we know you smoking that Reggie. That Reggie was that brown shit. And he said with more brown hairs than Chewbacca. The white boys ain't no better. Right. He tell his pops he needs some money and he gonna get it right back. I peep game. And that shit, that was some real bars to me because I kind of felt that. He said, uh, what's $20 to a nigga like that? He tell his pops he needs lunch, he going to get it right back. And it was like, you know, you grew up with some niggas that you felt like, man, that motherfucker rich, man. That don't even fucking matter. And you out here struggling. So I'm not, I'm not going to front like I had to struggle all the time. But all, there was always niggas that I felt like was doing better than me. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, man, this nigga over here, he out here doing this. You know, you, know, you kind of feel like at a younger age is kind of like jealousy almost definitely and J. Cole's just got that relatable that shit that real shit right hella right relatable. after that shit he, he, he said I got home snatched my mama keychain took her whip the appeal to it a refrain I bought I did that Thinking shit up to me when I look up to Ooh, you you about to go get a degree I'm gonna be stuck, stuck with two choices. choices either graduate to wait or, or sell it number two. two for what a hundred bucks or two a week do you that real think that shit you right here. know what to do with and then like, like you said he's talking about he's just talking about like this motherfucker is saying he look up to me he's like but i look up to you you really about to do something i'm just out here slinging dope i'm fucking like he's like i'm inevitably i'm finna end up either dead or in jail doing this shit you out here really about to do something so you looking up to me because i got this money right now but this is short term he's like i look up to you because what you doing is long term so i feel like that's some deep shit this is definitely a deep ass fucking song Bars. Hey, who am I? Ooh, every time. That's hard, hard, hard. Like just the way that he crafted this entire song. The beat is hard. You said it was Willie B. Yeah, Willie B. Nice. He definitely, J Cole definitely show his songwriting skills on this album, for sure. So fucking uh, next song. A Tale of Two Fucking Cities. Banger. And like everybody fucking, like when I first, when this album first dropped, everybody fucked with this song. Like this was the fucking song. Like I remember Victor always wanted to play this motherfucker. Helly motherfuckers always. Bruh. Like this, this, this song This is fucking, one of the best hooks, honestly, to me. Honestly, right. I would probably, if I really sat and thought about it, this would have to be in like top 10 hooks for me all time. Like just the way he puts it all together and with the gun sound. Oof. And I feel like uh, this is um, like J. Cole kind of like rapping in the modern day, modern day kind of flow because it's like, a, you know, like the modern rappers, like they kind of blah, 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 blah. Like, I feel like that's how he's, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like this was a good way for him to show. Now I don't even have before to, that shit really blew up. Like, right. And it's just showing like he's showing fucking uh I don't even have to I can rap any type of way I can take y'all niggas flow, I can use my flow. And I mean that's I what he's this. continued to do too. Cause I look at what he did on KOD. Right. Like he went heavy with the triplet flow, just right. like he sounded like Migos. Right. But like 
literate. You right. Know? Just showing you niggas, <laughs> showing you niggas that he can do. He got hella lanes he can fucking fill. Like he can rap some trap shit, triplet flow, light, like you know what I'm saying, some Soldier nice Boy watch. flow, run it, and rap some Nas flow, yeah. some Jake Drake flow. Jay, he can some do Jake, any. He literally, know, like, especially as far as flow all. goes, he can flow with anybody. Like, there's certain people who just flow and make love to a beat in a different way. Yeah, Drake, J Cole, uh, I mean Jay Z, of course, is just unique. Jay Z's just got the swaggiest flow, really. Right, Jay, and and it's crazy because obviously Jay Jay Z's a fucking mentor. J Cole, he fucking signed him, and you can you can definitely see that Jay Z influence on J Cole the way like just all his music is fucking real. Like, and just look at the way J Cole is moving now too. Right, with like this Revenge of the Dreamers three and just the way that he's now building that Dreamville label up. And like the talent that he's getting with the same kind of skill set as him, right. but like adapted a little bit, just like Jay found in J. Cole. Like literally, Jay's J. Cole literally followed the blueprint that Jay Z was always talking about. Like J. Cole is such a student of the game. It is absurd. Like taking pages right out of Jay's Rock Him Nas's book and just reinventing it for our era. It's it's remarkable. He's a he's a special guy, this Jermaine. Right, Jermaine Cole. Jermaine Lamar fucking Cole, bro. And it's fucking right. I was just listening to the fucking like the way that the fucking like the beat drops and everything. Like I fuck with that shit. Like. And like the, the, like the gun sounds like knows the, when that shit right goes. yeah like yeah I do know like the fact that I make beats and shit like that shit just hits different right like, every time like cause it's one thing to be able to enjoy a song forever later but to literally every time I hear that my head on that beat smashing forward bro like no matter where I'm at what I'm doing like my head is gonna hit so hard to that beat right after that gun cock like it's just so well constructed and so such imagery to go along with what he's talking about and right. the environment that him and his boys came from and how their the two split happened like the tale of two cities like that's fire like that's what this song is about is the two sides of Fayetteville one's hood right. one's more white and the army like tied a town and that's where he grew up and then a lot of his homies though grew up on the other side of the tracks as a lot of people say all right, and this beat was fucking produced by vinyls, and I fuck with the like the outro right now too. Like it's just like it's a smooth, it flows right into the next fucking song perfectly, and the next fucking song is um, Fire Squad. And this was produced by J Cole and Vinyl. Right, and so like I mean that can show you the reason why it fucking flows so smoothly. Like basically same producer. And like this is the last album that J Cole really had a lot of other production going on or other people. Like, For Your Eyes Only started to... That was really the turn for J. Cole. Like, yo, I'm rapping on my own beats. That's also the album that people said, yo, this is mad boring. Um, That's why I think we're going to see a change in J. Cole this year and see him go rap on other people's beats again. Right, so this fucking... um, This is Fire Squad. This is another one of the hard songs. And this, like I said, like, we have fucking 03 Adolescence, uh, 2014... Um, I mean January 28th 
and those were all like smooth songs and then fucking what wet dreams smooth and then Taylor two cities fire squad these some harder songs they bang like you fucking listen bars to right out. bars you listen to these motherfuckers in the fucking the car they fucking slap on the throne i am the latest i am like the bravest and like you said they got these bars on this motherfucker he's really really spitting me medicine my uzi weigh a ton i need me a better gun in fact that is my need too because say they the one and i got something to prove forgive me lord look at that self-edit he's a professional Yes, sir. But uh, but like that's it's just such an energetic J Cole, and like you still hear that hunger so deep in him, uh, and just you can just I feel like you can just tell that all of this album just flowed out of him. Like it really felt like he could have sat and wrote this album in like fucking five hours or something. Just like it just feels so organic. Nothing feels forced, right. which is something else I've heard on other albums is that it feels kind of forced or pre. Right. This is just so organic and raw, and it's just a story. It's literally you can just feel that it's right. true and stories. That, it's funny you said another example of an album I feel like wasn't forced at all, and it's just so crazy because how fucking complex it is though. You gonna say Good Kid? Yeah, Good Kid, Mad City. I feel like that motherfucker was wasn't but forced, yo, but it fucking just flows so the, amazingly. Who bro. are the goats in the rap game right now, bro? Right. There's no co- that's right. no when coincidence comes, when that it comes those to storytelling, two. right? I get like, that. Do you know how upsetting it is to me that I'm super faced with the reality that we're never ever gonna hear that collaboration project at least. I don't think. But like, hopefully someday they really team up on a really solid track or something. Cause I don't know. I feel like we might. Cause I, they say it's already done. So I feel like just gotta if it's it. sitting in the vault, they just gotta fucking feel the need to put it out and like yeah I feel like they probably got some more songs they gotta work on but like according to them they already got songs like stored away I mean, yeah cause you know those two didn't get together and just just do those two Black Friday songs right you know that wasn't it yeah let me just rap on your beat let me just rap on your beat that wasn't the end of that shit and this is the third verse and I always love the way this shit comes in History repeats itself, and that's just how it goes. Same way the rappers you always bite each other's flows. Facts. And then that's facts. That's exactly facts. Like fools, like and it's even more true today than it was then. Right. Because boys still stole the Migos flow. Boys stole Drake flow. Drake stole such and such flow. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody just steal everybody's flow. And I guess you know what I'm saying. People say nothing's ever truly original anyway. So I mean, I guess. This scheme right here is always one of my favorites. When he says, "Watch Iggy win a Grammy," as I try to crack a smile, I'm just, I'm just playing. But all good jokes contain true shit. And then right here, same rope you climb up on to hang you with. I just think that's such a hard line to say, because like it's such a vivid, vivid imagery again. Like you drag yourself up and then you sell your soul in a contract type shit and they gonna hang you with the same same fucking rope but I always fuck with this uh, always fuck with this outro because he's fucking uh, just pitched his ass down like he was saying like fucking uh, he was a king and then he fucking saying but it ain't no king so I always fuck with that shit like I don't know I fuck with that shit cause like not a, mo- a lot of motherfuckers fucking fucking claim that a king and this motherfucker saying I don't need to be called the fucking king he said it just is what it is like the proof is in the pudding nigga it speaks for itself like I don't have to call myself the that's king that's always been J. Cole cause shit, it, it, it just it is what it is that's really always been J. Cole and it's so crazy 
Cause like it's complete opposite of what rap, like a lot of rap has always been. And I think we've mentioned it before, but J. Cole and Kendrick, bro, are just both such humble and like not out there individuals. But those are like literally the goats of the game making the most money off this shit right now. And like, but they, like, they don't act like it. Like neither one of them. Like they just both want to be regular people, but like, motherfuckers, you not just regular people. Like, I'm sorry. There's something special going on in your brain. Like, I don't give a fuck. They just, it's such an interesting time because it it's always been such a boastful shit. Right. And like, that's just not their thing. They're here to hand out knowledge and shit. Like, what the fuck? Person. Who are these motherfuckers? So this fucking song is uh, Saint Tropez. Yo, this is one of my favorite yeah, beats on the, the this album. This one of the smooth, yeah, for sure. This is definitely one of the smoothest like, songs. I don't know here. if you've ever peeped this, but every rotation on this beat, it just adds one layer, bro. It adds one layer until when he starts rapping, and then that's when the complete beat has begun. Like it's it's so dope. I've listened to it so many times unfolded or like fold into itself and just such a dope beat the way they put it together and i like the fucking uh i'm looking at the way like this song is uh written it's kind of like one big big ass hook kind of yeah just like the way it kind of flows together very bad reason not to go you know what I'm saying like cause this like that whole that was a verse but it kind of felt like like a bridge maybe or like a hook or whatever but the and then it goes though, into the actual hook right and it's repetitive but it's fire and it's not right and this is fucking it uh it's a fucking uh Hollywood song by Shaka Khan like uh I definitely know that song I can't really like it, the hook's dimmer just like this but like I can't fucking sing that motherfucker but like that's where he got the fucking hook from and that's like i always like people that can fucking pay homage to the greats and shit and like it's hard because like at his concert he he told he talked about how like saint tropez it's not like specifically about saint tropez which is a real place which is a fancy ass place um but like it's just like the concept of this place that so many people who grow up um in a lower economic area just don't think there's literally ever the potential to even go be in a place like that right um and it also can be just like a state of mind too of just bliss and happiness um that you find within yourself because that's like that's the key to real happiness not going to some fancy ass place but finding true happiness within yourself so it's kind of a mindset as J. Cole likes to have, like, kind of multiple meetings. And right, and, and that's what I was about to say. I also like that he gave them, like, big boy... Uh, like, that's a big boy topic. Like, finding, you know what I'm saying, finding happiness in yourself. Everything ain't, uh, you know what I'm saying... Hey, uh, say whatever you want about J. Cole. or whatever. Like, he always got them big boy... He got big boy talk, always. Right. So, I always... And, I res- and I, like I've always said, I respect that. Like, I also understand how some people think some of his music is boring, more boring or whatever. But like for people to clown him or like say he's trash or whatever, like that's just ignorant. And like I just have so much respect for somebody who's willing to know that their people are going to say that stuff about his music, but just willing to put the message in to sacrifice and bullshit like that. I just think that's real when you you have that platform to say stuff that you feel is important. You should definitely say it. Like you should never hold back to say things that you feel to be said no matter what. Much respect, and this is gonna transition heavily into a banger produced by J. Cole. 
one of them that we all know. G-O-M-D. Alright, and that's a dope music video. Alright, this motherfucking, like, this beat just fucking rides out so fucking smooth. And it's crazy though, because like, it changes up, like, and then it, it goes, goes from smooth, right? It comes smooth as shit, then it goes to fucking beat that fucking knocks, for sure. Like, probably, honestly, I'd be hard pressed to not say that this is, this is potentially the hardest beat of J. Cole's career, because he produced this motherfucker himself. And, like, knocks. When Don say knocks. This motherfucker definitely slaps on the fucking whip. Yeah. This is one of those that you love hearing in the whip. Hollywood Cole. Right. And he got that, if you motherfuckers don't know, he got that Hollywood Cole, uh, uh, fuck. It's got thrown off by text. But nah, Hollywood Cole from, uh, Outcast, fucking, uh, what's that fucking song? I forget it's all, uh, I forget what it's called, but he goes, now who else wanna fuck with Hollywood Cole? So that's, that's where we got that shit from. Homage again. Right, paying homage to the race. He knows all the shits. He's with the shits. Right. Very much with the hip-hop shits. But right, this fucking beat is fucking... Like, the way it just breaks down, just... Good. Like, this... Builds up like everything. The, I don't know and what... And like, the fuck those strings, like, I... I mean, like, like, why are the strings even there? These strings are fucking cold. They're beautiful. And then, like, you just got this hard... Is that... That's just an 808, isn't it? Yeah. It's an 808 thumping. And like I said, the and fucking then, build up for it, like he brought, he, he took out the fucking, uh... Oh, and then like, it's just so simple during the verse. He just wants you to hear what he's talking about. Right. And let me tell you about it. He's just talking that shit on here, too. And this is fucking just like the... The whole fucking, like, theme of this fucking song is just like... I mean, it's obvious, like, get off my dick. He's just talking about, like, he that motherfucking nigga. Motherfuckers always hating. Like, he proving that he that nigga get off his dick. And he showed you. Because right. he made the fucking beat and he ripped it apart. And it's like, in a, it's cold too because like, like we said, like J. Cole always got like a a meaning theme. And like he got a theme to this song, but it's also still like a, a, a song that, that the fucking typical regular motherfucker can fucking listen to and fucking fuck with. Like this, I know this song for a fact. Got some niggas that didn't fuck with J. Cole, you know what I'm saying? Cause he was he was too this, he was too conscious or whatever. This definitely got some of them fucking with J. Cole. Cause like Cause this is undeniable. I mean, this is kinda like some ignorant shit. You know what I'm saying? A fucking hook and get off my dick. This is this is fucking borderline ignorant, you feel me? So it's like the ignorant niggas could fuck with that, but he was still fucking saying some real shit, still rapping some real shit on here. So it was definitely Definitely good. Bars. And I fuck. He had a fucking cold ass. Uh, here it goes. The imagery is just so strong. Seeing a river of your tears go by, like that's beautiful writing. I focused with the pre-chorus. That's what it was. I was trying to figure. Yeah. Out. I was like, I thought it was the bridge, but where he goes to the window, to the wall, like he got. We all know he fucking got that shit from uh, Ying Yang Twins, like paying homage again, like. And then he just. I like how motherfuckers can pay homage but still make that shit their own. Exactly, like literally biting like damn near the the flow and the cadence and the first line, but then just changing every line following right. it up and making it something completely different. To the but yet you get to be like, oh, remember, remember right. Ying Yang, you know? Like that's hard. Right. Like that's what. That is literally what hip-hop should be about to me. But 
Different strokes for different folks. Right, different Get off my for dick. Different folks. Get off my dick for liking that real hip hop shit. <laughs> nah, so what, but I fuck with shit that's not bridge? genuine hip hop too. Like, and this is just—he's literally flexing his songwriting. This whole album, he's got bridges, pre-choruses, and stuff. Like, it's just—I feel like on this third verse, he was like more, a little more serious. Yeah, he started because J Cole, regardless, will throw gems at you. It right. does not matter how hard the banger is. Keep your ears open. And that's why I feel like it's kind of like a little break in between because he's like, okay, I'm about to really then, spit some real shit at you niggas real and quick. The, and he, he made the beat even harder. Like, right. for the people who want to say he's boring when he's just talking about shit, bet, then here's the beat going ape shit for you. Right. And he's going to flow his ass off. Gotta be famous. Gotta be brainless. That's a stereotype. Driven by some people of the area heights. Stereo. Young cold pockets is lit. Like a stereo. Dreamville, give us a year, we'll be on every show. Oof. Not quite. But now. All right. Said damn right, it's been a whole lot of years, and that's the about five, but he wasn't far off, right? Spoken into existence. I feel like, and that's not, I feel like J. Cole, I feel like he needs to get somebody like bigger, man. Like, I don't know where it's at, but somebody that can really like match up with him and like really JID can match up and really fucking put the fucking. I mean, I, th- I feel like he can, but it's just like, I don't Does he have the fucking person now? I don't know what yeah. it like. Something like. Nah, bro, I think that he's star the fucking, fucking That star, I don't know if he's a star. Superstar, anyway. Oh, God. Like, can Jid do this? Right. Can he do this? Right, so this song, No Role Models. But like, it's hard to have, like, because every label has that one, though, you know? Right. Jay Z sits at his, Kendrick sits at his. Like, you think Top Dog is somebody who can really hang, hang with Kendrick, bro? I know you like a lot of those Top Dog dudes, but, like, really seriously hang with Kendrick? No, I don't think they can. I mean, shit. Actually, I feel like Abso can. Mm. You're right, because he has conceptual-ass songs, too, and he's just lyrical than a bitch. I will allow that. This is one of the most, I mean, this is the J. Cole song that people know. If you know J. Cole, or don't really know J. Cole, but this is this is the one that everyone's like, oh, yeah. Right. And this is another, this is another fucking song where, like I say, he took the fucking hook or something else and fucking made it himself. He uh, fucking Don't Save Her, that's from Project Pat and 3-6 Mafia. Don't save her, she don't want to be saved. Don't save her, I want to be saved. Just incredible storytelling now, then. <laughs> right. So, nigga took that hook, made it his own again. Like, he just was just doing that all over this fucking album. And, like and I said, that shit dope to me. Beautiful storytelling talking about having sex with this girl, but came fast like 911 in white neighborhoods. Ain't no shame about it. He's got no shame about bringing up the issue, but he's also got no shame about coming fast. Like, that's just great writing. That's a funny punchline, but also talking about a very serious matter, like, all at once. It's right. He's, he's wild, man. And this is a fucking, uh, this is a fucking long ass song. Motherfucker had three verses, but it Denver had like a. Uh, the interlude. That's what I was about to say. Denver had like a fucking. Uh, that old saying in Texas. Tennessee. Right. Yeah. Had like Georgia. a fucking little. And I fuck with like uh, skits type shits. I fuck with that shit. And especially just something that legendary. Hold on. Out of these shows. And it makes perfect sense hoes. for the, the talking about hoes too. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. Like that would be make sense if George Bush knew the expression he was trying to use. He's spitting. 
I'm gonna need my shirt back. Facts. And I feel like that's just some that's some shit that you don't normally hear from Cole. Like he's <laughs> he basically saying if calling a bitch a bitch, you know, calling a hoe a hoe bitch. I'm fucking you. I'm gonna need my shit back. Get the fuck out. You don't really hear that shit from Cole. So I feel like that's some player shit. Cole shit to hear from Cole. Cool shit leave. I'm gonna need my shirt back. And just right. the way he breaks up the flow at the end of both of his verses. Probably in Tennessee. Shame on. Oh shit. I forgot. <laughs> And then this bridge that's coming up, hard than a bitch. Fool me. It gets fooled again. <laughs> One time, shame fool, on fool you. Me. You can't get fooled fool again. Can put the blame on you. And that's that's fool definitely me. a legendary little, little sound bite. But I will have to say, I fuck with this song. I definitely fuck with this song, but it's not one of my favorite songs on this album. I won't, I, won't, favorite I won't say I could do without it, but... I definitely can't do without it, but it's not in my top five. I don't think Right. It's not one of my favorites on here. But it's also, to me, like, it's just one of those that I think part of the reason that... I don't know about you, but at least for me, the part of the reason I don't like it is because I've heard it so many goddamn times. Like, and this one doesn't have, like, the, like a really, with the pussy. really dope meaning that makes me want to want to hear it ever and over and over and she over. with the pussy. So it's just... Not bad track. It's a great track, actually. It's, overall, it's a great track, but like, it just doesn't. It's not our favorites. I love it, and I know every word. But yeah. Alright, so and that fucker said she's shallow with the pussy. That, <laughs> that shit always stood out with me, cause like, bitches do be shallow with the pussy, man. They be want to fuck a nigga that they think gonna fucking trick on them, fucking buy them all types of shit and shit. So no. bitches is shallow with the pussy. I can relate to that, man. So this next beat. Is also another one of my favorite beats. Um, produced by J. Cole. Yeah, because hello, this motherfucker just builds. Like, it's so chill at the beginning. And then by the end of the song, this shit's going insane. So, like, sometimes just lit. Just it's sitting, al- it's just almost listening. felt like a fucking outro to me, too. Definitely. Does feel like it. Hello. But also just. It's also just like one of those songs that gives you a feeling because like we all have people that we can feel about like especially right at this beginning part, you know, uh, and I thought about you today and I thought about the things you used to say, just the shit, relatable shit. I bet I get fucking sidetracked with fucking text. Damn, that makes two now. That's right, I'm just gonna rap along. <laughs> What if we ever got together? Hey, we them step pops forever. Every well, that ain't my thing, cause I, I ain't even got my own. Hey, but like, alright, this, this is just, a fucking real ass song on my back. Like I said, I soundtrack. But now this is definitely a real ass song. He talking real, real shit over what you can already feel the beat speeding up though. Like it started super mellow, right? And the BPMs are already just jumping. Adding layers to it. There's some strings that just came in that are fire. J. Cole's really great with instrumentation, too. Like, that man knows his way around instruments. Hello. He definitely cold with it. I fucking, uh... It's just... And this is before he even really started fucking with his vocal inflections that much. Like, he's got melodic shit in here. But like his vocal range is very small, and it's just so incredible to make such a replayable album 
with one voice all the way through. It's just, it's really crazy. Right, and the here fucking we go. little bridge. Bridges are amazing. Right, he definitely sped sp- up the flow. Yes, it is dope how fucking. And it's crazy because like another bridge. Like I don't, I know when like making beats. I don't, I don't even know if the actual BPMs on this actual beat actually change because like him? you can just like you can add elements that make it that make it feel like it speeds up. Like those little snare rolls that yeah. are happening in the background. And then and like shit. the like hi hats and the fucking oh, the different shit you can add shit to make it feel like it's Wouldn't you love up. to just get to like sit and pick a brain up like a J. Cole or something about shit like that? Right. Like, cause bro, like this beat to me is just so well executed and like you can just tell when he was making the beat, he had the exact concept of what he was going with. And it just like we said, this album is just like to me it's one of the most organic projects to me. Doesn't make it one of the best projects ever, which to me it's it's up there. It's in a conversation in some, but it's just so organic. And now I will reveal this next song is my favorite yeah. song on the album. I fucking love this song. And to me it's a dichotomy because the first verse in the next song, which is apparently He's talking about some of the most raw shit he's talked about on the album so far with what his mom's going through while he's at school. And then on the second part, it's almost some of the most boastful and like just fun and braggadocious rap we hear. But it just culminates with a great hook and just a great sounding beat. And I love this fucking right, song. The, the fucking beat. Like, yeah, this is definitely, it's not, like I said, I still think 2014, probably my favorite song, but this song definitely up here, and the fucking video code, too. And it's just a simple video, though, for the most part. It's right. Just, just him. him. But, uh, it's like the light, uh, the lighting, and just like the camera angle and shit. That shit was dope. And this hook is, the chorus is hard to me. It's right, just really well written. The hook is definitely cold. And it's like this show, like his uh, singing too, because like J Cole, he's not that good of a singer, but you know he can not hold that bad either, right? He can hold the little notes and hold little melodies and, and this, shit. Just the way he starts it with the, this is my canvas, I'ma paint it. I just this is my canvas. I'ma paint it, paint it, paint it how I want it, nigga. Fuck you, cause there ain't no right or wrong, only a song. And it's like his fucking. Uh, his fucking flow on here, like he kind of just fucking like rode the beat, and it's cold. Like how he started fucking like, like right slow, there. and they start picking up the speed a little bit, and the beat kind of like kind of like, gets a little like more too. It feels like this beat told him exactly what needed to be said, right? And I it, swear and to I, God, I, I, it probably did, cause like I feel like a lot of times, like that's how I feel like when I'm writing songs, like I just say what the beat tell me and to like, write. I almost feel especially with a song like this, especially this first verse. Like I feel like this verse just had to like erupt from him honestly like talking about this raw ass shit that his mom went through getting foreclosed upon while he's just up at college doing his thing which granted obviously worked out glad he went to college and dealt with the shits um but like she ends up getting hooked on drugs and shit like that's just crazy and ugh yeah. yeah, he said that's some real shit. I mean, I I very much empathize and understand his situation with his mother, right? Um, without a doubt. So like sh- songs like this always 
I just have a, a real connection and like a it just hits in a, a different way for me. There's certain music just hits in real ways for people. And this Bro, is I, one of those. I, can, I can't relate to it like directly, but like like I said, my ex, true whore, her mom was a fucking drug addict and shit. So I can I can relate to that in that sense. I know how like it can affect people and shit. But then the next verse that's coming up. Most of it is just honestly J. Cole actually like rapping just to rap. Like he said he still says a couple slick lines and a couple gems. But like honestly it was a flex. It was a uh, a flex on life, a flex on flow. It was just a fun time. Just a flex. We all here for this fun ass verse right here. Right. And I mean and that's that's another thing with J. Cole. It's, it's cool every now and then, like we said, not every time, not every fucking song you gotta be fucking trying to learn somebody, trying to teach them and everything. It's cool that he got fucking songs, you know what I'm saying? Or verses, whatever it may be, where he just kicking some shit, just rapping, you know, just spitting. Like sometimes we just wanna hear a nigga spit. This ain't a real like this AP. I'm hot dog, catch up to me, nigga. Oh, that was a good sensor still. <laughs> Close call though. Sorry folks. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, still cut it, all right. Uh, but then he said some cool shit. Uh, was, uh, aim for the stars, and I shouldn't have missed. But I was riding on fumes, so I stopped by the moon. Now I'm sitting on the hood of this bitch. Like, thanks for the view. Like, stop. Keep He's spazzing, bro. Spitting. So fucking. Fucking outro to this. Getting head like a coin toss too easy. Like that shit's fucking hilarious. But it's also just like creative. Like. That's like a line that like Lil Wayne would say, like one of those Lil Wayne lines where you're like, oh, who else would think of that? Like J. Cole got that pen, but like people just don't always want to be getting talked at about shit. And that's right. okay. Some people do. I'm one of those fucking people. <laughs> but like, like even when he's just talking about shit, his pen game is strong, strong. Just cause like you don't want to listen to it, that don't that don't mean it's not good writing. Man's a writer at heart. Right, so like we said, this fucking song, apparently, and Fire. then the, the next fucking song. Hold on, it's gonna culminate everything. Right, I fucking also on the way for this like outro. Cause I fuck with this like outro. It's kind of like feel different from the actual beat to me. So fucking. So next song, love yours, and this is. The second to last song, but the last song is like a. It's the last song on the. Right, it's the, the last the actual song. Yeah, like on the the message of the album, and it's the message of the album. Honestly, it's just because I mean, what J Cole and what a lot of artists tend to experience. Mac Miller definitely experienced it and stuff. It's like once you get there, it's not all about the money and shit. Like you get sidetracked and all worried about the money and shit and girls, but like. At the end of the day, it still always should be about the family and friends that you've always had and just, like, knew you for you. Um, and, like, that's really where he's at. It's just, like, literally just love what you always got. Like, you don't need to worry about the other side necessarily. Right. And I feel like... And the only thing I... Like, I fuck with the song. I fuck with the message. Like, saying, uh, no such thing is, like, better than yours. Trying to tell you that you should fucking... Love your life and blah blah blah, and I I get that, 
But like I feel like It's easy for that nigga to say Cause he motherfucking He fucking on right now Bitch you rich as fuck Yeah bro. but he been not on as well though Yeah but I mean it's, That's fine That's easy for I'm saying It's easy for you to say It's beauty in the struggle When you not struggling You might have been Going through the struggle But he didn't make this song When he was broke Talking about his beauty in the struggle Nah nigga Ain't no beauty in being broke Fuck that nigga Ain't no beauty in being broke nigga No I'm not going bro Ain't no beauty in it, bro. No. I mean, there's. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, I definitely feel you. I'm not I think he, he talking more about not financial, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's no literally thing. talking about, like, wealth of. Shit, there's, a, there's no such thing. Man, uh, I get the message, bro, but there's definitely lives better than mine, bro. <laughs> there's definitely lives better than mine. I get what his message is, yeah. but I don't agree. I mean, it. it I mean,. In a lot of places in hip hop, it's hyperbolic to a point. Like he clearly knows. In certain regards, of course, there's lives better than ours. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You having to wait to get the whip you want for some bullshit court case for somebody just t-boning you and running away. Like that's fucking stupid. It's clearly somebody's got a better situation than that right now. Like that's fucking, <laughs> it's fucking stupid. Um. But obviously, we both do understand the message he's going for. Like, like I get the message. It is a great message, and of course, but like he's just taking it to the highest extent and trying to really hammer it home. Like, cause people do be worrying too much, you know, about certain shit. Oh, I don't have a nice car, you know, I don't have this, I don't have that. Like, fuck that. Like, there's just a lot of shit that people put too much emphasis on, and I think that's more the Right. I feel like I get that. He's talking about fucking the fucking, uh, like, you, you might not have a fucking the best whip, but you got a whip, so appreciate the fact that you got a whip. I get that. Like I said, I get the message, but it's just like I always feel like that's fucking sometimes that that pissed me off. It's like, bitch, there is your life definitely better I than mine, J. Cole. I used to say that shit at Chipotle, honestly. <laughs> like, there is two about life better. <laughs> right, Especially bitch. Chipotle, man, you never know. Alright, so. Um, but overall, it's a dope track. The, the vibe of that track, and like that's that's just that track for him was just one of those that's like the song on the KOD, meditate instead of medicate type shit. Like sometimes that's where people feel J. Cole's a little bit preachy. Right. Um So this is the uh, fucking last last song on here when I song, but it's like the I outro. Read. It's called Note to Self. It's kinda like J. Cole just like talking, thanking people. Very last call. Kanye's. And I was like, it's, there was one part on it funny. He was like, uh, fuck, he's talking about he acting like he met somebody. And then he's like, I never met that nigga. Fuck, I forget what he's saying. It's never funny than a bitch on here. So I would I would suggest listening to this whole motherfucker at least once. Because he's funny. Uh, he just, he's, he kind of clowning, but he also just shouting out everybody that helped him right. get through this project. And honestly, like, there's just something special about after you've listened to the whole project and you get through the little outro area and then it just gets to the part where he says yeah forest hills drive you 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 we made it we <laughs> killed it like you just know that there was such a gratifying feeling to him because even leading up to this this drop of this album he didn't do promo he tweeted it like a week or two before he's like my album drops blah 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 end of tweet like that was it and this is a time when hard copies of albums were more of a thing still and like he just did it and like he didn't 
he had came to a point where he didn't even give a shit, like, whether or not it would, because this could have potentially flopped, you know what I'm saying? Like, there was no rollout for it, there was no fucking features, like, and he, and like, for him, he just, he told the story he needed to tell, and like, you just hear it when he gets to that part in this song, and it's just, he's got so much energy, even though you know he just finished a stupid grind when he was recording this motherfucking part. Like, because this definitely came after the shit's mixed and stuff. All the samples are cleared. That means, like, this thing's ready to turn and he just recorded this for shits and giggles to put on the end. <laughs> like, he, he's got to be exhausted, but he still just sounds so excited. Like, you just know that it was all special at the time. But this album's a 10. I'm not waiting for shit. So, you give it a 10 out of 10, I'll definitely give it... Has ultimate replay value. Yeah, I give it ten out of ten because this album, like I said, is my favorite J Cole album. I could definitely listen to this. Motherfucker. I don't listen to it that often, but like whenever I listen to it, I never have any complaints about it. Definitely a smooth listen. I can listen to that motherfucker straight through. I was gonna say you never need to skip any songs. Right. Like you said, with especially with no role models, sometimes it's just not always the vibe. Right. Because uh, we, we, it also has to be part of just hearing it so many times. Like. Right. That's definitely true. But yeah, so I get that motherfucker. Uh, he said Joey ID. That might have been JID. Joey ID, JID, damn near, bro. What's that nigga real name? Like that. It's nothing like that. His JID comes from Jid because his uh, grandma used to call him like Jitterbug because he was all jittery when he was a kid. Like ADD type shit. His full name is Destin Route. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. I guess. But yeah, so this is the fucking episode one of the fucking after show. That's where we're gonna break down the albums. We only did one album this time, which I'll do two next time. J. Cole's 2014 Forest Hills Drive. I gave it 10 out of 10. Chris gave it 10 out of 10. So make sure you check out the actual Donnie Ray's No Fucking Filter episode 202. It was a hell of an episode. Right, that was a good ass episode. Right, so make sure you check that out. That was truly no fucking filter on that episode. Like literally the lid came the fuck off. <laughs> so like, make sure you, all the way off. So make sure you check that out if you haven't already listened to that. Make sure you share, like, subscribe. We try to get more uh, fans. Hit us up. Let us know what we need to do. Follow us up on Twitter, Black on Black. Topher Stetzel yeah. follow, us, follow us Let us know what we need to do And we out this bitch Episode 1 Of the after show We out this bitch Deuces